You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you on January 20th, where... I know, disappointing news after waking up this early and having a look at the storm board. Well, going to bed last night at 10 p.m., there looked to be a solid 10 centimetres or so, upwards of that, well, uh, yeah, approaching 10 centimetres. But at the freezing level was zero degrees at the roundhouse and the rendezvous, 1,800 metres. And then overnight, we had some flurries and some very wet flurries around uh, yeah, midnight to 2 a.m. that brought down that precip. You can still see a lot of divots in the snow again. Uh, it's going to be heavy and variable up there with a the freezing level of, well, it's easy to see very high with due that inversion to really come through with these really high winds already rocking at 80 to upwards of 80 kilometers an hour in the high alpines of 7th heaven and the peak, along with around 40 to 60 k's an hour. Uh, along the musical bumps where it's just minus one uh, and a half degrees and that's at the peaks too yeah just horseman hut showing just shy of minus two same at the peaks so with these really mild temperatures we're going to have some heavy uh well heavy snow that did fall although uh some wind drifts in the high alpine but five centimeters officially as it were on the early snowboard this morning that's been brushed off just five centimeters we're expecting still some some continued flurries this morning uh, and then clearing this evening and then we're really going to know what a high freezing level is tomorrow through Saturday. Oh yeah, with the inversion due to come our way. Looking at some light northwesterly winds tomorrow, but really moderate to strong southwesterly winds today with, like I said, some uh, yeah freezing levels just below freezing, like really minorly below freezing at Rendezvous and Roundhouse, but above freezing at Crystal along with Cat Skinner and Pig Alley and in the valley, just one degree right now. So expect a real change during the day. And uh, well, yeah, exactly. Variable conditions with that fresh five centimeters. Yesterday's, <laughs> you got to ski a lot of different climate zones. It was, yeah, you had pebbles skiing, skied out, uh, ice along with slush at the bottom and super variable visibility. But uh, spring conditions are still considered the surface conditions right now. And spring conditions kind of means that that just that you get all of it across all those different elevations you'll be skiing so high winds could foretell that we don't see some of the alpine open but we'll see today yeah like i said upwards of 100 k's an hour at the horseman hut uh, from the past couple of hours so and around the peak of puts of 80 strong winds expected throughout the day and well yeah uh, a lower freezing level initially tomorrow with that light northwesterly but then we're going to see an inversion come throughout the day tomorrow with the clearing uh, and sunny skies. Saturday looks to have really warm temperatures in the Alpine as well with a freezing level of well over 3,000 meters. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. 
Uh, we've got mixed precip and 39 runs groomed on Whistler today. Green Acres uh, left, not right, Green Acres left is apparently run of the day. Uh, Trapline to backstage pass and springboard are runs of the day on Black Chrome out of a 53 potential runs. And uh, yeah, uh, that today's outlook, like I said, cloudy with a few flurries ending this morning with uh, clear periods developing this evening. And well, yeah, uh, mixed precip and mixed temperatures. That's for sure. Oh, I had a look at the grooming to see if there was anything super exciting that'd be done. Guess what? Still no Lower Peak to Creek. Maybe we should do a petition to see that Lower Peak to Creek get groomed. That would be uh, that'd be wonderful, really, wouldn't it? But. <laughs> For those of you trying to get into the Alpine, our Avalanche Bulletin, despite having, uh, well, less snow than potentially anticipated, this is, of course, for all the sea to sky, the Avalanche Bulletin. And what with the, yeah, the Avalanche days are expected to rise rapidly overnight with some snowfall, but really the strong winds as well affecting it. So there'll be some widespread touchy touchy storm slabs expected today at higher elevations. So considered high in in Alpine as well as treeline today. So very dangerous avalanche conditions along with three. So uh, level three, that's dangerous avalanche conditions uh, below treeline. So do careful snowpack evaluation at that elevation, but travel in avalanche ter- terrain not recommended in Alpine and treeline today. There will be, of course, an adjustment come at 4 p.m. What we're, but uh, yeah, don't get complacent, even though there's only five centimeters recorded. What with these high winds, there will be a lot of movement in the Alpine on that snow. In fact, Wayne Flan saying uh, that up till recently, the three large cornices were were triggered with some explosives on Tuesday, but none of those actually triggered slabs on the slopes below. And uh, But there were two triggered, human triggered, size 1 to 1.5 wind slabs reported on northwest, northeast aspects at about, well, just shy of 2,000 metres locally. So um, a lot of snowpack summary from him on there too. What with this new storm continuing to bury that widespread melt freeze crust just below pretty much the peak, 2,100 metres elevation. So uh, some new observations of a lot of new surface hoar layer too that uh, doesn't appear to be widespread, certain aspects, uh, but some, uh, uh, yeah, elevations there, sorry, some aspects at higher elevations. But this new snow will bury those wind-affected surfaces and some old wind slabs. And uh, yeah, it's going to be moist and really wet, especially below uh, 13 oh it'd be below 1600 meters that it's going to be wet for sure yeah speaking of being wet in the, the valley yesterday we had three mils of rain three mils of rain yesterday afternoon well quite a lot of drizzle and today that period of rain and chance of showers is due to end after this morning with a high of four degrees becoming partly cloudy and clearer throughout the day and a high of minus three overnight uh, going into tomorrow a mix of sun and cloud and uh, yeah a lot of sunshine in the near forecast no precip on the way with sunrise at quarter to five tonight. Uh, sorry, sunset at quarter to five tonight. Sunrise, one minute past eight. Oh yeah, we're getting some long good days. So good to see. But in terms of how that could affect your your roads conditions today, uh, reports online of a little bit of rain and therefore some pooling. Not major, uh, yeah, um, deacceleration from those puddles. However, expect the unexpected. 
of course, Drive BC are notifying that there's some slup, uh, slippery and slushy conditions from Pemberton on the length of uh, the Duffy there to Lillooet, uh, along with further afield as well. So, of course, you'll be anticipating winter driving conditions there especially. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's your roads conditions. Really interesting article uh, from Brandon Barrett from January 15th about, uh, yeah, uh, the Whistler Council wanting to update the payment structure of procedure that allows owners to buy out mandatory employee suites. Really fascinating and something we're really going to touch on with this week's local lounge guest on Friday. That's right. We have a guest in the local lounge tomorrow. You're really not going to want to miss. So uh, hang tight for that one. But it really does touch on this potential precedent for people to who no longer want to have a, uh, a, a, a employee housing, employee occupied suite in their home to buy out the municipality and give that to the Muni's Employee Housing Reserve Fund to effectively buy out the suite. And there was, uh, yeah, back in last year, 2021 June, they offered to pay nearly $200,000 more on that. And Kathy Jewett's input uh, at the council meeting uh, recently, but very, very, uh, yeah, interesting article you should definitely read. Like I said, we'll touch more on that with tomorrow's guests. So hang tight for tomorrow's podcast. It's, he's, uh, yeah, uh, really looking forward to sharing that interview. Thank you. But uh, event-wise, I haven't mentioned this yet, but at the Murray Young Arts Centre, this kicked off on January 11th. Dave Petko, aka Pepe, actually has a an exhibition on now showcasing a lot of forest and cityscapes with the stars and moon as a really central focus. And this is on until March 6th, between 12 and 6 p.m. at the Murray Young Arts Centre. And uh, yeah, I've really got to check this exhibition out. It is uh, happening there. Like I said, weekdays 12 till 6 uh, with a walk through night forests with a lot of illumination in mind. Sounds fantastic. So that is happening in our community right now. A reminder from the municipality yesterday, although this news broke a week ago, it was effective last week that weekend scheduled extra buses on routes 4, 5 and the 20 Express are suspended until further notice due to staff shortages. At the library today, it being a uh, uh, Thursday, there's a couple of things happening. Between 6.30 and 7.30, if you're new to BC, well, the Sea to Sky and Sunshine Coast Libraries invite you to attend a library champions information session. Uh-huh. It's a three-month volunteer program, actually, for new immigrants and uh, looking to do, uh, li- yeah, to join the project. It's library champions are trained to conduct outreach to other new immigrants. So looking at building community, presentation, outreach skills, and uh, yeah, to, uh, looking to understand the range of program services and resources that are provided by libraries and immigrant community service, and, uh, service agencies. Super interesting for those new to BC and to have an input there on uh, on what our libraries provide. Really cool. That's happening today at 6.30 to 7.30 along with the Whistler Community Services Outreach at the library, which reminds me of a couple things. I want to let you know, being a Thursday, the Whistle Women's Centre has actually updated their hours for library outreach services in Pemberton. That's right. They have a new day. So between 2 and 4.30 p.m., a support worker from the House and Women's Centre will be available for drop-in support at the Pemby Public Library. And right now, the Women's uh, House and Women's Centre are actually offering counselling services free of charge. As they've put online, it's okay to not be okay sometimes, especially after... 
what's dubbed Blue Monday, apparently the most depressing day of the year last Monday. If you're struggling, you're feeling those January blues really hard, then uh, yeah, get in, uh, get in touch with the House Sound Women's Centre. You can do that via their Jane application. And uh, yeah, currently offering free uh, counselling services. Yeah, amazing, amazing resources from them as always. Um, what are, what is coming up uh, is a couple of culinary culinary snippets, I should say, and this uh, one comes to, from the fact, uh, yeah, it's Cole Stefuk was really excited to hear about this Beaver Tales opening soon, a Beaver Tales spot, uh, which apparently really tied in with a lot of his childhood ski memories. Uh, yeah, so for those who've missed Beaver Tales, they'll be coming soon enough. Coming this spring, they have uh, got the permits and they are constructing on that new. Uh, that new location. But another way to support local if you really like some sweet treats is via a lovely uh, uh, local who's been doing these for a while. I've seen a few people enjoy uh, some creations from Lindsay Dawkins, who's actually based in Pemberton, but she goes by the name of the British Baker. And she's got one week on until Aussie Day and the Robbie Burns, you know, Scottish mix box. And so she creates these delightful, very nostalgic treats for, you know, uh, feasts like that. Either it could be Waitangi Day or St. George's Day, but she's concentrating, of course, on Australia Day coming up shortly. So you can expect to see Leamington's vanilla slices on there, uh, little uh, pavlovas too, and the Scotty Burns Day with shortbread looks delicious. So just an opportunity for you to, uh, she's based in Pemberton, uh, uh, Lindsay, but the British Baker, uh, really cool to support local and uh, those sweet treats look delicious. It gives me an idea. I'm going to give a heads up, not a heads up, uh, a congrats to new level four skier Finn Target, who deserves it. He's been working hard to get that. There's some new level four skiers in town. <laughs> and I wanted to do uh, some born birthday shout outs, but no one's on my radar for today. Uh, yeah, there's a couple for the weekend, but uh, no birthday, uh, local whistle birthdays. But from Stinkies on the Stroll, here are some awesome throwback facts, including the fact it is Buzz Aldrin's birthday today, the second second person to ever walk on the moon and he turns 92 today 92 oh man what a view that must have been hey like imagine walking on the moon wow uh a couple things about here uh, that you're really gonna love how about the fact that marvin gaye's what's going on track uh, was actually released on this album of the same name back in 1971 talking about police brutality that came out on this day breaking bad premiered on this day in 2008 yeah, I don't think I watched that series until like 2013, but it came out on this day in 2008. In 1945, Franklin D. Roosevelt was sworn in for an unprecedented and apparently never to be repeated fourth term as U.S. president. Uh, and a couple of things here, some historic dates as well from 1841. China actually ceded Hong Kong to the British on this day in 1841 during the first Opium War. Mm -hmm. And then the Republic of Turkey was declared out of remnants of the Ottoman Empire on this day in 1921. But coming forward as well to 1982, the infamous bad incident in Des Moines in Iowa with Ozzy Osbourne, yeah, uh, happened when a member of the audience threw a bat onto the stage and it lay motionless. And Ozzy apparently thought it was a fake. Oh, I'm not going to yeah, tell you the rest. We all know what happened. But that happened on this day in 1982. 
A year later, Def Leppard released their third studio album, Pyromania, which I know Stink you'll probably be playing a lot of today. Uh, yeah, which has sold well over 10 million copies in the US. A huge album from them. And uh, around this day in 2003, 8 Mile was at the top of the box office. Yeah, uh, 8 Mile. I don't mean uh, the album, I mean the movie. Can't believe that came out that long ago, almost 20 years ago. Wow. Okay, let's give you a little uh, something to laugh about today. How, what's uh, a ship carrying red paint and a ship carrying blue paint? They collide in the middle of the ocean. Both the crews were marooned. Ugh, no, not great. Hey, I'll work on my dad joke for tomorrow. And I'll, uh, the track of the day that I've picked for today, That's it's actually a new release from Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. They do have a bit of a soft spot for that uh, uh, pirate potty-mouthed <laughs> a guitarist turned frontman from Oasis, but it's a, definitely a, snow, a slower number from them. It's called Trying to Find a World That's Been and Gone, but a new release from him and the band, and I do love his songwriting, so... Ah, maybe check it out not necessarily one to shred to like I said a much slower number but let me wrap it up for you there and let you on your way to go see what five centimeters of really warm snow feels like on top of really slushy yeah okay you get the picture you're gonna need some warm ski wax yeah on your skis today probably uh you don't know till you go have fun and I will chat to you along with a very special guest GD Maxwell that's right on tomorrow's local lounge Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.